0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Finn. And this is Adler. And welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. Where we're here focused on managing your drive so that way you can optimize the 24 hours that you have in a day and live elevated.
1: Make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast on all of your favorite platforms. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation here with both your hosts, Finn and Adler. Hey, 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 guys, what's up? We hope that each of you is doing really well. We're super excited to be here. Excuse me. I keep having the hiccups. But we hope that each of you is doing well. We hope that you guys are starting off your week pleasant. And whatever it is that you're doing this week to be better at being who you are, we hope that you guys are finding every step of the way to be uh, motivating and rewarding and before we get started today i want to first of all say thank you to everybody who's been supporting our podcast and our mission here at the best nation like everything that we're doing from our coffee all the way up i've I've
0: actually i've actually seen a lot of growth on the youtube and um uh spotify so that's actually kind of that's kind of cool and we we appreciate the support man that's 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 huge for us
1: yes it is I've actually noticed uh, this past week we had uh, I think one of our episodes took a nice little forty people just forty this just on one day just on Monday we had a pretty nice little spike just on one day usually it's you know we get forty uh, depending on the episode we're talking about but today we're you know we've been kind of talking about um, our focus point this season was about different kind of experiences and like things that we're going through and not even going through but just talking about like you know just things we've gone through things that are uh, in our journey that we've had in our life so like i think last week we talked about our cousins and you know the relationship we have with them and this week we're talking about something i think you and i kind of just quickly texted today because you know you're in a whole different time zone yep, so it's about a little, three hours behind you. it was a little awkward seeing a text message at a for, at, from your time like three o'clock um but you no actually wait it was my time three o'clock
0: yeah it was must have been like midnight here
1: it was midnight for you correct yeah uh so you texted me one of our topics from our little list that we have It says write about a time or talk about a time you've performed in front of an audience and before we actually get going um i want to ask one quick question to you adler what yeah. is something this week <clears throat> you have been accomplished like what have you accomplished what is something that you can work on and what's something that you're doing different or what's something different for you this week compared to last week?
0: Well, different is this week I'm in California. So trying to adjust my sleep schedule has been interesting. Uh, and um, something cool that I did this week, um, actually it's two things. Um, I actually went like hiking. I think we, we I, I did like a six mile hike or something like that. And that's actually the longest hike I've ever done. It was actually out in, like, nature and stuff. So, um, And for those of you that know me, I'm not uh, all that outdoorsy. I'm working on it. It's it's something that, you know, like, it's it's room for progress. But nonetheless, I still did it this week. And um, I got six miles in. And then um, also my, like, I've noticed just because of the, the lack of humidity over here, my times for like my, my running, like my marathon training have like significantly improved. And I think it's just only because of the humidity over here is just, it's non-existent. Like I couldn't even imagine doing a sub 40 minute, like uh four mile run back in Florida. And then I did it in like 36 minutes the other day. And I was like, i was moving. I was, I was actually impressed. I was like, wow. I like, I didn't think that humidity played that much of a factor, but Uh, but it does. And um, something that I could be a little bit better on. um, So um, as you know, I'm in Cali for a job assignment. So um, I wasn't all that positive starting my assignment because we had a snafu. Um, I had sent in a drug screen, a urine drug screen, and I did it about a month ago. And they never received it or read it or anything. So uh, to my surprise, I show up here um, like a week in advance before I actually have to like show up for work. And you know, I'm just being now educated that it hadn't um, resulted, and I may potentially have to push back my start date two weeks. Which to wow. me, I was I was frustrated because you know you're you're leaving halfway across the country. I've got birthdays that I'm missing and um just different events that like I could be present for and had they just told me that I would have made adjustments accordingly but um because of that situation I kind of had like um like I was in like this negative headspace like um I wouldn't necessarily say just like just beating myself up but more so I was just like all right well this is going to happen and this is going to happen I wasn't Usually, as optimistic as I uh, typically am, and I was just kind of like, All right, well, let me just start making adjustments for the worst case scenario, in which I did. And ironically, um, it all worked out, and so I wasted a lot of time worrying and stressing and getting annoyed with myself. So, I I have to be kind of self aware about that. So, that's something I kind of moving forward, I kind of have to um, do a better job of.
1: No, for sure, man. And sometimes, you know, I think that when you have those little setbacks, um, they give you perspective of what to work on to kind of be more, uh, to be more flexible with whatever it is that you're at, that you have at hand. I think that that's something that I actually will say on my, on my end, it's kind of something that I have to face myself. So as many people probably know, including yourself, you know, my next step In my career and education is essentially to go through nursing school and to um, step forth into that realm and that level of work and I actually I went to one of the colleges that i'm planning on to apply to. I was basically I pretty much thought I was gonna be able to get in uh, in the fall. And then I was pretty much like told, okay, probably not. So then I was projecting to get into the spring. And then I got projected to go into, hey, Phoebe, good having a dog. Um, uh, So then the next thing kind of was like figuring out um, what do I do next as far as being told, no, you're not going in the fall. No, you're not going in the spring. No, you're not going in the summer of 2023. So that's just one of the schools. And that's probably the highest probability that I would get into that school. So I was kind of like, at first I was kind of like frustrated because I was like, okay, well, I've been putting, I put in all this time and money and energy and planning to go into nursing school and start technically this fall. And now I'm pushing off to have to potentially start sometime in the next year and at first I was kind of like okay well this is kind of like it sets back for me but the setback gave me an opportunity to look at the bigger picture this is not a race against anybody but myself there should be no rush for me to become a nurse I want to be thorough I want to be strategic I also want to make sure that I'm doing this uh with 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 gentle care because I don't want to just jump into something and not be ready or to miss a step so i was able to speak to an advisor this week and it was a great conversation she went through everything with me and it kind of explained what do i need to do and the bottom line is i might have to i have to do two additional classes to essentially bring my gpa to be which, which ones uh, so it's a humanities class okay. so the humanities that i already took at one of the other schools uh, does not count for this other school um, but I also, because the state of Florida has changed some things, you have to take a U.S. government or U.S. history class on top of the now, which it's kind of weird because you're going to nursing. Why would you need a U.S. government or U.S. history class? But that's part of the prerequisites. So I said, you know, it's fine. What I'm going to do now is, is I'm going to expand my options by taking classes that all the schools are going to require. So that now there is no question of, oh, which classes do you have? Which ones you don't? So uh-huh. Long story short, this week, it was kind of like you said, it was kind of like, okay, I have a setback, but it also gives me the opportunity to work, um, to focus on the podcast, to, uh, you know, focus on a relationship with Cassandra, and just like, it really gives us the opportunity to take time, but also be prepared for the next step, which is those two classes, so the, I'll take those in the spring, um, and then something that really I guess the good thing that happened this week was, uh, well, well, what is the good thing that's happened this week? I guess it's making priorities to go and talk to an advisor. Because I think that was probably one of the biggest things for me is just trying to understand why I can't go somewhere, why I can't start school. Um, And then that's pretty much it. I know our introduction is a little long, but just kind of get an update of where we are. Uh, one thing that I'm going to be working on this next week is getting a gym membership and essentially getting back into the gym. Now that Zach is in Jacksonville, obviously I'll have to, you know, invest into it. And I want to, um, I'm sitting at like a good 203, 204 on a day where I don't eat um, a heavy meal. So my next step is now to get into the gym, lose some weight, but gain muscle. So lean out a little bit. And that will be going forward. My goal by the end of the year is to drop below the 200s and kind of stay closer to the lower 190s um, to be realistic with myself. But besides that, uh, I don't want to I don't want to go too crazy. I want to save some of this energy for today's topic, because I think it's something that you and I do every single week. We're in front of an audience, regardless if we're physically in front of an audience virtually or if it's because someone in their car listening to us see so
0: so the what's the question that that's for the first question we gotta like read it out let's about. go back to
1: it so you so you sent this to me because obviously today we've been kind of back and forth and running around and trying to get adjusted to time change or time difference um so you sent me uh talk about or write about a time you performed in front of an audience
0: so what you just said it's not that I don't agree with you, but there's not nearly as much pressure when it comes to, you know, performing virtually, I guess. Correct. You're right. Virtually. virtually you don't have to like, like, I don't physically see anybody who's like, you know, listening or like nodding along or completely disagrees with my point. I'm just saying what I'm saying. And, you know, I might get some feedback like on like Instagram or something but like, hey, I didn't like this or hey, I, I appreciate this point. But for the most part, you know, I can kind of deliver that like easy. So um, that's Over. been the...
1: like being in like full flesh, you're like at the drama club and you are essentially getting ready to do a performance.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and so like, I'll, I'll be completely transparent. I hate talking in crowds. Right. So like, I get like really nervous. My hands start to shake. My voice kind of flutters a little bit. Um, and like, for those of you guys that didn't know this, um, when I was really, really young, I was super shy. Um, I'm talking about like, like I would hide behind my mom because I was too afraid to interact or even just speak to strangers, to people in general. Like, you know, my, my dad's friends used to tease me all the time, it was like, yo, this, this guy doesn't know how to like react or talk to anybody. He's just, he's a mama's boy. And, and so like, that was what, that was my label. And um, my aunt, um, she right before she passed, is my mother's sister. Um, when, when we were younger, she used to put us in all these different talent shows and stuff. And so I remember there was a there was a talent show that she put me in, and I was supposed to sing in front of this audience. I must have been no older than seven years old. And then I get the mic, and I'm standing in this this white shirt, red short blazer black pants. I look good, but I was a head kiss. And like I grabbed the mic, I look at the crowd, and I go. And nothing came out. And I just quickly ran off stage right after that. It was the probably one of the most uh, I guess one of the one of the embarrassing moments that I can kind of remember from childhood. And uh, I just remember just thinking to myself, I was just like, why was I even up there? And she had gone through all the trouble of finding the talent show and doing all these different things. And I just froze. I just froze there. Uh, and like my aunt was one of those type of people. She loved the arts. She loved performing. She loved musicals. She loved just anything that you could possibly think of when it when it comes to like just art in general. She loved it. And so um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with a TV channel called Lifetime. Yeah. So, um, I as a kid as a kid I was in like three lifetime movies um just like extras like I was a, a background but I was I was like a, a kid and I remember um she would bring us to all these things just to kind of like you know expose us to um a different genre of people and to also like and like I'll be honest she, she believed in us far more than I had faith in my own self so she her idea was just like you might be discovered. you gotta put yourself out there. The only way that you're gonna know is if you put yourself out there. And um I remember the very last one I don't I don't remember what the name of the movie was. I again, I, I was kind of dragged into these things because I, I didn't like it. I was shy. but um I didn't have a speaking part, but the camera just kind of like I remember just like the camera just being on panning and like we're in a funeral scene and I'm supposed to act sad. And like, I think I was crying, but it wasn't because I was sad. It was because like I just didn't want to do this. Like, I was just like, I want to go home. I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm finished. Just out of there. So, yeah, well, and it's funny because like, you know, it like describing my childhood um, compared to who I am now, it's, it's like a completely different person. Like, it it got to the point where um, I used to do, uh, I used to be part of the Ambassadors Club in high school, and I I would have to go from place to place and speak to, um, you know, middle school kids and uh, just trying to, you know, trying to help motivate them to join Father Lopez um, Catholic High School. And we'd go to, like, these sister schools and um, just speak to them and speak to them about our, our experiences. And I did that so well that they would have me almost exclusively, like it, was fun, like it was fun for me because I got to miss classes, but like they would have me like go to like um, All Souls and Sanford, um, St. Peter's and D-Land, um, like all these different schools, like sister schools. And I would just sit there and I would just talk and interact with these kids. And like over time, socializing and just speaking has gotten a little bit easier. I still get nervous when I speak in front of crowds. Like even like, I, I think I did like, uh, Uh, I think I did like career day at um, Lana. Lana had, um, she had, uh, this was right before she had a baby, actually. Um, About a year ago, Um, Lana invited me over to her school to go speak to the kids on career day. And I went and I spoke to the kids on career day. Like I, I was answering and I was kind of being silly that I got them laughing, but all the while I still get internally nervous. Like it's still there. I just, I guess the way I manage it is a little bit different now.
1: Yeah. No, dude. So one thing that I will say is this. So I'm well, I think uh, I think those that listen to us religiously know that you and I are very two different people. And I'm gonna be honest, like you're much more introvert and I'm more of an extrovert. It's not a problem because we just both kind of tap into because sometimes I'm an introvert and sometimes you're more extrovert, but your dominant is like stick to myself uh you know and i'm more like out there like i'm like the life of the party kind of guy and that's just the way that we are which i think is why we click so well when it comes to what we are here for right but here is what's funny because i'm listening to you and i'm like man this guy if he only knew and you probably know the way that you know me you can only imagine i pretty much got the star role of pretty much every single play at school um because i can cassandra will say that i can be dramatic at times i can add a lot of (laughs) emphasis to uh a lot of different things and i add a lot of emotion and one thing my dad used to say is like why don't you go and get into the drama club why don't you get into the this comes from my dad but he's like get into being there because there is this, I add a lot of emphasis and drama and emotion to the point where I have people hooked. And so one of the things, so I'm going to go back about 2006, 2007, is before we moved back from Germany, I was attending a British school uh, on a British barracks because I couldn't read or write German at the time, I only speak German, so I wasn't qualified to go to school at a German school. So there was, uh, we were studying uh, King Henry VIII, and that was probably one of the top performances, you could say, that um, I had. Actually, it was like, I guess a whole time when we were in Germany, in Münster, Germany. So I was like, it was from like seven until about nine, 10 years old. So it was like that three year span. I was the, I was King Henry VIII, He was the main guy. I made my own costume at home. Uh, I had this many, like, pages worth of studying, of knowing my role, knowing the words, and adding emphasis, like, I'm King Henry VIII, and all I have, six wives. Like, I had to be very, very, and if I could find a picture, I will uh, post it on my Instagram and tag the Best Nation, and, of course, I'll tag you, but I know... That was one of the major ones, but I was never really afraid. I was never afraid to perform in front of people. I actually, I always felt like entertaining people was something that I really enjoyed doing. So, uh, for me, that was one of them. We did a Christmas play where I was I was the we did the Twelve Days of Christmas. I was the partridge dressed up as James Bond. So, of course, in the beginning, you hear the the James Bond theme song and I come busting through the door and I'm dressed as James Bond going, dun, 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 dun. like I'm just busting through the door, like thinking I was all that. And it's just like, I was never really afraid. I was always like involved, wanted to like have every arm in the air, like throwing it and like making sure people knew, like I was invested into my role. Um, I was even the, the, the from uh, Snow White I was like, what is it, Maleficent? I was the Dark Queen or whatever. I took a female role because I was really dramatic and really extreme with every single role because I had to be the star of the show. That was just kind of the mindset. But I think the hardest performance, so, so we'll talk about my confidence in these plays here. There was two that really stuck out to me. So we actually got recognized as a school in, in Germany. We were, we performed another huge performance. I mean, it took it about four months for us to get the dance. and I don't dance. Don't ask me to ever dance. I just don't have rhythm. But, I've, seen
0: the skills. I've seen the skills, man. Don't, yeah, there it is. Dude, I like thought Cassandra fell for you. It was the dance moves. That's,
1: that's. No, no, Cassandra, <laughs> this is a conversation for another day, but Cassandra fell for my, my hands. And my personality, and much more. But you know, she she uh, she told me was that she would look at my hands. She's like, "You just have these manly hands," and I'm like, "What? I mean, okay, if you say so." Um, it's all
0: about the manly hands. <laughs>
1: about the manly hands. If she was here right now, she would tell you that probably. She's like, "No, no, the manly hands." Um, but I actually, as I got older. I got into band and orchestra, so now my performing arts, if you want to call it that, went from acting and drama to playing an instrument. Now I never in my mind had ever thought that I would pick up a trombone and learn how to play music from Tchaikovsky and um, you know Beethoven or some of these other musicians that have written out symphonic band kind of music. And I had always had a mindset to be the top of my class when it came to that. I always was very competitive when it came to performing arts. And like your aunt, you know, she was very enthusiastic and very intrigued and like supported you in what you were doing. I wanted to be the best of the best in the band. I wanted to be the best trombone player. I wanted to make it to all county. So I I focused all my energy on playing the uh, all. So we had to do like a test just to throw this at you. We had to do a test and you had to play a specific piece and you had to play all the scales at a hundred beats per minute to get the first chair trombone spot, which is the best spot in the section. Mind you, there was 12 of us. So I was up against 11 other people and I had to perform in front of the class ba 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 And you do that for 12 different scales, sharps, flats, and regular. And then you also had to play a small piece. And the band director, the class are basically, that was really good or that wasn't so good. So there was a smaller group of people to perform in front of. But I think that being in front of a crowd of people as a child and as I've gotten older, never really bothered me. I always felt like I was very uh I was never stage fright I never had stage fright I was never stage like I was never afraid to be in front of a group of people and I think the largest group was a play we did where I was um who was that Jesus I can't remember who I was but I was like an old like I was an 80s it was an 80s rock band Guy and I was dressed like him. And I remember it was probably four to six hundred people at this thing. And I was like the star of the show. Of course, I had to be. I always wanted to be. So it's just this thing that's interesting. I guess coming back full circle that you were more like you would hide, you were, you would do it, but you were afraid. And then it's like you got me who's like out there. I have to be the front of the show. And I guess my question for you is. If you had a chance today, like right now, if you were given an opportunity to do like a, like a, just like a scene or something, would you be just as afraid as you were then? Like if someone came up to you right now and says, Adlo, we need you for this role. We need you for a role right now. Would you be like, well, uh, or would you be like, you know what, I got this. And you'd so you'd the,
0: the difference between now and then is back then i wouldn't even attempt like i would i would just fold and i wouldn't even at least i wouldn't even try but now um i would definitely give it the attempt and even if i failed it, it wouldn't matter at, like at this point in my life i'm kind of getting like like i get like an emotional high off of doing things that that kind of scare me that it kind of get me out of the comfort zone so like you know being able to speak like I've I've been um I've done speeches at multiple weddings and like in front of crowds of like just people. Um I've done, you know, I've done like just different like engagements. Like I've every year um since being a nurse, I've done like some form of like school career day or something like that. So I'm I'm no longer as like paralyzed when it comes to it. Um, but that fear, that genuine anxiety, it's, it's builds up in me. And then it's just so kind of like, I, what, gotta...
1: what is it though? What, and then maybe this is for me, it's hard to understand because I don't have a fear to jump up in front of people and do like some kind of performance, but what is it for you? Cause I'm sure there's a lot of people who listen to us who probably relate to you more than they would relate to me for all the introverts out there that mm-hmm. probably are not as like, Oh my gosh, I have to. You know, be the star of a show. I'd rather just be like, you know, the background. I'd be like the the trees, like from the Wizard of Oz, just throwing apples at you know at Dorothy and the crowd. But what is that fear? What is it that Adler has that keeps him from being not not necessarily not confident, but what makes that build up of fear? Because I don't it, know what the, like, I'm, I'm not. I know I exactly know what it is. What is it that Adler has that goes? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh!
0: It's this insatiable need to be perfect. Okay. Um. This desire to be per- like perfect, and there is no such thing as perfect. Like perfect only exists in the dictionary. Like it's it's you're making progress, and you're gonna make mistakes. There's gonna be bumps. There's gonna be bruises, and you're gonna be wrong. And I can acknowledge that. I can you know I can verbalize it, but still when i get like in a public speaking role like I, I did um i hosted an event um back in what may where i hosted like i was the uh mc for a um bridal party so um being in front of like like a whole group of people like i was petrified i was scared because i just want to be i want to make it perfect i want to make it good but at, at the same time like understanding that even though i can acknowledge that i i can't be perfect i still get that like the the butterflies just thinking about it cuz i want to make sure it's a good delivery and then eventually after a while i kind of get to a point where i'm just like you know what who cares so what i messed up so what i fumbled on this word so what i stuttered it doesn't matter like it it i said what i said and you know i have to kind of live with the results so um i've in terms of like actually attempting now i'm i'm a lot a lot more like willing to jump on stage or do something um versus you know beforehand and i can even like if, if you ask like close family friends and, and and uh just people around me like i'm i sometimes make a spectacle of myself in public like i'll, I'll be silly i'll be like oh man I, I don't know you i don't know you like i'll just, I'll just do just random well, stuff
1: I, re- I remember this was before i went to germany in 2019 we went to a christmas party and uh, it was a work Christmas party, and you and I, uh, you know, we got a couple of drinks in us. I would say maybe, who knows? Um, it was fun because you and I, we like dominated uh, karaoke. Like we were all like singing songs, whatever. And then you're like, you know what? You and me were like, let's do this. And I remember we were singing. Uh, I don't know. It was. A, it's one of those popular songs, like. Um, Carolina no it's a sweet Carolina and we were like the whole crowd going and we were just like we moved the tape as a matter of fact I remember we moved the tables out of the way everybody was like up dancing and like it was it just turned in this whole and like crazy night but I think I think one of the things that I've learned and you know kind of taking it back and looking backwards but looking forward with it and and I know that we talk about a lot of different things here right we've been talking about this experiences like that we have and I never really know because I usually you know we've had a lot of like laid out plans to what we're going to talk about and what's interesting about this is like you you make you have to kind of think outside the box and go backwards a little bit to think like wow
0: you know it's funny it's like a lot of the stuff that we're rehashing like it's stuff that like like, I can recall it once I'm thought-jogged, but I don't really, it's not, like, readily offhand. Like Oh, no, me
1: neither. That neither.
0: whole part of my life when, like, we did the Lifetime movies, I completely blocked it out until, like, I got a chance to look at this. And I was like, what's something, man, what's the first crowd? Oh, my God, I remember this. And I remember, like, thinking, like, oh, my gosh, she dragged me. And I embarrassed her. I embarrassed my whole, like, aunt. She was just like, oh, my gosh, he, he stood up there. He got up there, and it did nothing. So, like, I, I just kind of. It's
1: not for everybody, though, man? Like, that's why I think the even the takeaways t- from today's conversation. You're right.
0: You're right. It's not for everybody. However, I, I'd much rather fail in the attempt. At least I actually put something out there versus not even trying at all, because it's a guaranteed failure if you don't try. True. But like but- put yourself out there. That's something that's like, oh, you may do well, you may do, you may not do well. We don't know
1: but the takeaway, the takeaway from even like, I know this is what I find interesting is like we don't really have, like, I guess everybody's listening to this episode or any of the episodes that we have coming up. And prior to is like your interpretation of what it is that you're trying to get from our message. I think if you really sit down and think about what we just talked about, right. Just organically, naturally, nothing like I'm just getting off my shift coming straight on here. We're talking, you know, you're three, four hours behind you're in Cali. So it's like, when you actually think about what we are talking about, it is realizing that in life, there are times where we are in front of people. We're always in front of people, no matter what. We're always in front of people and we naturally know how to handle or stabilize and find this equilibrium in the non-pressured, performances of life like we're yeah. always on the go like being out in public and be, being rational and making decisions and then you have like your drama club your your you know your all county uh auditions and like being on live tv like being able to be in a role like there are people who have that blessing to take that as a career like chris pratt i've been called chris pratt like so many freaking times
0: that's because of your acting skills you're like you know what's
1: weird people keep saying i look like the guy and i'm as much i I like chris pratt chris pratt is pride and i I take pride on it i've embraced it if that's my if i'm his doppelganger whatever the word is called then by all means i'll be but um I think that when we look at this entirety of this experience is that everybody has their own personal experience with how we are on stage. If we ever had that opportunity for me, like to you, I personally enjoy that. I don't mind. And and I feel like you've grown into that, you know, it's flexing that muscle that we talk about. It's flexing. I just think that when you look at this entirety of this episode today, it's like, we all have our own personality. We have our own strengths and weaknesses. And there are going to be people in life that here's my moment. If you are, if you think about a, a the cast of a movie, not everybody is gonna be Chris Pratt, not everybody's gonna be John Travolta, not everyone's gonna be Chris Hemsworth, not everyone's gonna be these main players, but you need the other actors and actresses that compile to make a cast. cast. And so in essence, life is the same way. You know, you and I here on the podcast, anybody else that's extra are foundational cast members of the main cast. When people think of the best two nation, they think immediately, and I hope they do, Finn and Adler. You know, like that is life too. And we're not afraid. I would hope not to be out there, to be us every single day. So I guess the life lesson from this whole conversation today is like, you know, there are times that I have been afraid. I used to be afraid to talk to girls and it is like, you know, I struggle with that. I struggle with that because that's something that I had a hard time, but that's like being, that's like for you having a hard time being on stage and with a camera on you and you start crying. I didn't cry. Who who didn't have
0: who didn't have a hard time talking to girls as a- this is
1: a conversation for another time yeah i mean a- we're,
0: we're not yeah we're not gonna do that i'm just saying like it's just like the anxiety has gotten better like even like i at this point in life i just kind of lean more towards the like instead of running away from the fear i try to lean more towards into it um so if i feel anxious or i feel um like it like uh, uncomfortable then i kind of I try to lean into it because I feel like that's, those are the moments that people will live for. Like, yeah. you know, those, those moments of fear, those moments of like, uh, I'm not sure if I can do this and, and you actually put yourself out there, like even to, to start traveling as a nurse, like I did this by myself for years and, yeah. you know, finally getting a chance to like, you know, travel with somebody that, you know, that's something that's, it's, it's cool because now I don't have to do it alone you know, so, you know,
1: that's that's kind of, no, I was just say that's kind of like, for me, I leaned in on my fear. I mean, this is how Cassandra and I got together. I We talk about this, and this is as a closing note, like the fear of, you know, oh my gosh, I was at work, and I, I mean, everything is you know, on purpose, timing, you name it. So I get it, man. It's like, you've got to lean in on fear sometimes and look at the result, you know, a freaking magnificent, like awesome relationship. Like I, I cannot complain. There are days that I just think to myself, man, I am a blessed guy because a woman like Cassandra in my life to be able to see, to see something in me and for me to understand that I can be myself and, and heal. That's, that's the big piece that you know that i look back on and say for my own personal growth as i've been able to see myself better through this relationship that we're developing and growing and and, and nurturing so had i not leaned in on my fear like you're mentioning um i don't know where i'd be but it's the same thing with what you're saying about getting on a stage it's i mean i'm not gonna lie i was afraid i will say i have there were times i was afraid to go yeah You have to keep in mind what you're there for. And that was something that I, you know, kind of had in my mind. So, but dude, we could go on all day long about like, you know, different kinds of performances. But I know that one thing I will say that I'm very grateful for is that we are, and I speak this into existence, we are preparing ourselves for what is in store on a stage for you and I. Uh, you know, we've been podcasting now for two years, almost, well, I guess almost three years, technically, if you really are counting 2019, the end of it, but we're going into what I call a, it's kind of the transition stage. I had this vision a couple, that probably a couple months ago. I didn't really even mention this to you, but I had a vision and I, I think I actually did. We two bar stools and you are, you and I are sitting on these bar stools and it's kind of like watching Simon Simon Sinek who sits in these chairs and he talks to people and he's got an audience of people like in the crowd like right here and I have this vision that you and I the same way like you know comedians or anybody that's really talking that we are transitioning from the way we've been doing it and people starting to Acknowledge the best you nation and in inviting us to conferences and inviting us to seminars, which is also why I texted you what I said the other day about coffee because I had an epiphany and I started thinking about all the big things that you and I can do. But we're in the process of developing that confidence and that reputation so that we can step out and be ready to talk in front of people. So we have a live audience, not just here on a podcast episode, which will continue, but I foresee this, and I want to speak this into existence, that we will be at that place where we will be able to fly out to Europe somewhere for a major conference. And we'll be in the UK at this massive auditorium that holds 25,000 plus people, and we have people listening to what we're talking about in a 30-minute, 45-minute, or a weekend of conversation life building and you name it. So I just wanna share that. That is something that I see, I vision, and that I speak upon what we're doing because at the end of the day, when I die, when you die, we won't be on that stage anymore. We want other people to be able to reenact or continue to play out what we're doing here. Just like movies and plays that are to this day still going
0: they say that you can measure the true value of a man by the lives that he touches and the people he affects along his journey. Correct. And so my hope and desire is that if I've gotten a chance to talk or expose myself, like just like, not well, if I got a chance to speak to you or make an impression, whether it be five minutes, 10 years or whatever, that it's been meaningful and that you pulled something from it. And um, that's just that's just kind of how I live my life. And that's just kind of how I go from and I just last like close out um, like comment is often on the other side of fear, you see that success, you know, the other side of fear. There's this beauty, there's a struggle and then there's a success. And even if you fail, it's still a success because you did something that you never thought you were capable of doing.
1: Correct. Well that is a great way to end this. I don't have nothing else to say to that because it's the truth.
0: Well, you know what? There is one more thing to say. Check out TBYN worldwide. It's true. Uh we have coffee, we got shirts, we got memorabilia. Definitely check us out. Keep on showing us some, some love on YouTube. I I see the YouTube um following is starting to get a little bit stronger. So, um I do I thoroughly love uh watching that and I, I enjoy seeing that. And um not to mention just follow us on uh Instagram 24 hours in a day and Finn Foster. I accept the, it. Well, you know it. what? Hey, you're right. The Finn Foster.
1: But to be fair, I changed my name a million times on Instagram. So to be fair, to be fair, uh, I've made it a bit difficult for you. But it is the Finn Foster and has been for a Foster. long time. No,
0: it has. It has been there for like almost like a year and a half. That's the longest screen name you've ever had in your whole entire life. So I'm, I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you.
1: <laughs> well, um, Adler, I appreciate you, man. I'm, uh, I am I look forward to hearing more about your journey in Cali. And, you know, until the next time we are on here, uh, I hope we'll be able to, you know, keep on doing what we're doing here with our podcast. I really do feel like we're going to start seeing that spike. Someone mentioned it to me the other day as well. I think the same conversation I had about the coffee. But it starts this, and then it's going to go like this. And I start to get this feeling that in the next year or so, between now and 2024, at the end of 2024, we're going to see a very, very, very drastic change of direction.
0: Consistency could- is where you see the, the difference.
1: Correct. Well, it's because, you know, well, I'll save that for another day. It's good sometimes to keep some things at the breastplate. But for yeah. right now, for right now, we just hope that you guys enjoyed what we talked about. You know, we're here organically just talking about stuff that comes to mind. But it's all about today's topic, which is being in front of people, performing, and being able to jump past our fear and seeing the success, even if it's not necessarily your strong point.
0: Anyway, take care. We love you. Have a blessed week. Everybody, reach out.
1: I'm reaching out.